This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I am a, a better man today for you. Yeah. Because I've made mistakes before. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I know that I haven't been a perfect boyfriend before. I've certainly made mistakes and I, you know, hopefully learned from those. Yeah. Um, and I am a better husband to you because of it. When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wednesday. We are the Taylor Lautners and we are the Squeeze. Thank you for joining us. I love when you do that, Dress. Why? Because I just feel like you're good at them. You hype it up. I just get excited. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm just sharing my excitement yeah. with the world. Yeah. I, I think I think we are all in agreement that we love it. Okay. I will speak on behalf of myself in the Lemon Drop community. Okay. I think we we all enjoy that. Lemon drops, if you think it's too much. Um, my feelings aren't easily hurt. They are. But tell me, um, and I'll tone it back. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me. We had a fun a fun day today. A fun day today? Yeah. We did have a fun day today. Boy, Jay had something come out over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, if, if, you were, if you were watching NFL Sunday football, I got to do something pretty cool that um, was definitely a dream come true for me. Like, I've never done this in my 20-year career. Yeah. So, it was pretty cool. I got to do, like, the opening video for Fox NFL Sunday kickoff. And it's, like, this really cool... Vibey, dark, light, cool, lit smoke. Ups. Yes, smoke. Like introducing the football lineup for the week, and I threw some f- some fun uh, flips and tricks in there. I'm feeling it now. My my body. Um, we talked about this when I did the music video, but I, I pay for it now. It's it's rough. This. Well, you're also really sore today because we've been we've been hitting the gym. Yeah, a little more than a little more than normal. So I feel like you kind of. Overdid yourself, but yeah, you crushed it. But yeah, it was fun. You're also and, flipping um, on cement, but yeah, the yeah the whole. When you landed the backflip, it was so loud, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like it sounded, it was like heels, but yeah, I think it was just it, your did, shoes. it didn't hurt. But I think it was it just was, your shoes. It was not a light landing. Yeah, but um, that was cool. Um, what else? That was what fun. else do we have going on? Um, yeah, we have been working out a lot more, which has been. True. It's just been nice to get out of the house and work out for our mental health. Um, I also take work calls while I'm working out. 
We and, both are like that. And I blink and it's it's literally 45 minutes. I've been walking out of whatever incline on the treadmill. I'm like, oh, great. I'm done with my workout and I'm done with my work call. Yeah. Highly recommend if you like work from home in any way, whether it's just like emails or a phone call, whatever. We both just like go on the treadmill, put it at like, you know, a, a nice incline speed walk or the elliptical with some resistance and just like bust out emails and replying to people, a couple phone calls. And it feels so productive, like working out already is, you know, so good and productive. But then like doing that, well, I know that if you just want to check out of your phone during your like hour of the day you're working out, I get that too. And I do that sometimes. But it also is fun to kind of bust some workout at the same time. Yeah, I think sometimes it's hard because we work out like early afternoon and that's when a lot of like our calls and stuff are. So I feel like that's yeah. just kind of like overlaps. But also you can watch podcasts while you're working out. If you ever need a yes. podcast to watch, you should uh, um, recommendation. Um, watch the squeeze, the one you are currently oh, watching. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great one to work out to. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I feel like we have just been so busy, and I think you guys can probably tell from our lack of um, social media posting. I feel like we've been very bad with making TikToks and posting, you know, what we're up to on our stories. But hmm. I've been saying that every day has felt like thir- a Thursday for the past like a month. Interesting. Um, because we've been so busy. Obviously, it's all great things and busy is great. But I'm excited for this busy season to be over. Last but, week was our, our, you know, announcement of the rebrand. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. Got this new gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful studio. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So that's been exciting. Yeah, it has been. So lots of fun stuff. And we have stuff that we've been working on that we are going to slowly get to share with you guys about, which is fun. So It's exciting times, but once again, we, we couldn't do it without all of you. So thank yeah. you. Thank you again um, for listening and watching us. Um, can we kick this off? Can we do a Citrus Got Real? Oh, yeah. Good boy. All right. Citrus Got Real. If you could hang out with any cartoon character... Who would it be? My instinct what? was Jimmy Neutron. I have no clue why. why. I no, I don't know. Huh? It, this is oh, tough. yours would be Scooby Doo from yeah. like your childhood. Yeah, you're like yeah. I, I was a Scooby Doo's number one fan. Diehard Scooby Doo fan. Um, and then I also was in Scooby Doo. That was cool. Full circle moment. I know. Um, yeah. Or um, the or Phineas and Ferb. Did or you, Phineas and Ferb. Did you ever watch that on Disney I Channel? Nev- no, not really. Yeah. But they like build, they like, it's like summer adventures and they like build things and do cool stuff. So that would be fun to be friends with them and okay. do their fun adventures with them. This one's probably a little too early for you, but the Jetsons. That's too early for you. Not really right? because I watched it, but yeah, Interesting. it was, but yeah, that would be a cool, fun world to chill in. Um, Doug. Is Doug too early for you too? Doug. Doug. It was on Nickelodeon. I probably wasn't allowed to hey watch Arnold. it. I wasn't really allowed to watch that. Okay. Anyways, I'll go with Scooby-Doo and she's going with Jimmy Neutron. No, I think Phineas and Ferb. Oh, Phineas and Ferb. Either one, I'll take. Okay. Perfect. 
Yeah, I'm good with either one. Well, thank you for that. Um, we are going to jump straight from Citrus Got Real into what? What do we want to start with? Should we do advice? Uh, sure, let's do our advice. Okay, we, we've we've teased this in recent weeks, so let's let's jump right into it. This is our new advice column. Yeah. Segment. Do we have a name for this? Like a cute name? Like we got tea time with Tay and Citrus Got Real. What the heck is this? Um, this could be something uh, the juice. Um, but it's okay. Juicy time. <laughs> yeah, help help us out here <laughs> on this video. We need some suggestions what this segment should be called. But we are. I'm going to pull up my phone right now. We have a bunch of amazing questions that you all submitted um, that are just advice questions. Yeah. But yeah, if there's any like. Hmm. Juice. I know. In my mind, it was just like the advice column was part of Tea Time with Tay, but I kind of feel like it deserves its own name. Yeah. So maybe you guys can help us out with that one. Please help. Yeah. And if you're always looking for ways to now get involved with these questions and whatnot, we post little question boxes on our Instagram at the squeeze all the time. And you can be a part of our Citrus Scott Reel. All these questions in this jar are from you guys listening and watching uh, that sent in your questions our tea time with Tay and Alice advice column yeah. we, we get from you guys. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. And I've pulled some up on my phone. So I am going to read them off and let's uh, dive into this. Sweet. All right. First. Yeah, this is, this is a tough one. How do you stop worrying about what everyone else thinks? That's it. I feel like if we had the easy answer to that, yeah, this world would be a um a terrific place. I mean, it also like people. There's like it's a double edged sword. Yeah, people that do care about what other people think. Yeah, they're great hearted people. You have a you know a huge heart. You care about others. So it's not like we just want to lose that. Yeah, but of course you don't only want to be doing things and making decisions based on what other people are going to think about that decision. Yeah, so. I think if you like feel if you feel comfortable, you know, in your skin, you know, with what you're wearing or like on a physical sense, if you're happy with, you know, if with that, then go with it because at the end of the day, at the end of the day that's all that matters. Um and then I think with like, you know, an action that you're doing, if, you know, obviously if it's not a healthy action and people are concerned then maybe pay attention to that but you know if it's a boundary that you're setting in place because it's gonna protect you or your family or your mental health then i think you know that's what's most important yeah i would also say like if i did like i'm going i'm going back to high school yeah if i did you know take the advice and if i cared what the kids in high school, you know, thought about what I was doing and the life decisions I was making. Yeah. I wouldn't be here today because they made me feel stupid yeah. for doing what I did. So you just got to like tell yourself that as difficult as it is, if you pay too much attention to that and you let other people dictate the, de the decisions um, that you're going to do with your own life, you're not going to end up where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I thought of is just like they say, which I am learning is very true, 
Did they say with like your, you know, older age? I was just going to say that. You, you stop caring so much. Everybody says, you know, as you get older, you just honestly stop caring what other people think. And it's, it's just true. Um, I'm learning that's true because yeah. I, I still care what other people think and I, I struggle with that. And that's something that I have to deal with on a daily basis. But in the last few years, I definitely care a whole lot less because you just start to, as you get older, you, you start learning and truly knowing like who you are as a person, yeah. who, you know, who your relationships are, what they mean to you. Yeah. And that's the priority. And so it's like, we don't have too much time on this planet. Life yeah. is short. So don't get caught up wasting the small, short amount of time we have here, you know, worrying about what someone else thinks. You know yourself. You know your friends. You know your family. You know, you know, what you want to be doing in life. Just worry about that. Life is short. I'm not going to add to that. That was great. All right. Great question. Hope that someone answered it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Second question. Advice for couples who enter marriage, and let's just say a relationship. So advice for couples who enter a relationship or marriage with loads of trauma. Oof. One word, communication. Yeah, I would say honesty and yeah. communication. Yeah. Just being completely honest about it and then maintaining that open communication about it on both sides. Yeah. And also, if it's like a new relationship that you're entering in, you don't feel like you can talk about your trauma or you don't feel safe or your partner puts down your trauma then that's probably not that correct. Um, obviously, you know, it's hard if, you know. Obviously on a first date, you're not going to drop. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know. I know. That, yeah, I'm not saying that. But well, of course, it's very important to make sure that you feel safe enough to be open with your partner and to be able to communicate and to have that open like line of just trust to be like, hey, you did this and this kind of like triggered me into this or it made me think of this or I'm feeling this today. Um, it's super important to be able to have that open line of communication. Yeah. And that's very true. But I mean, the way this person ordered the question is past trauma. Yeah. Like what you are bringing from your past into this relationship. And they even said marriage. So it, it, if you're if you're getting married to this person and you, you know, are worried about how to, you know, the best relationships are worth fighting for? Of course. If no, no relationship is easy. Um, yeah. So if you, if you it's know. easy, something's wrong. Not saying that it needs to be hard, but yeah, you should be growing together and should be challenging each yeah. other and 
making each other better people. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to trauma, I just think open honesty, vulnerability, and communication is vital. And taking the time to learn about your partner too. Yeah. Because I think like for us, you had trauma coming into it because you have all of your life of fame and a lot of my trauma that I deal with now we went through. Mm -hmm. And I think I've had to like over the years, I've learned who you are and like your personality. And, you know, I think I've learned more about your trauma without you even saying it, just how you act, just taking the time to kind of like not assess you, but really try to get to know why you do the things you do or why, like, instead of getting frustrated, if you say like, you think something about yourself or a circumstance and instead of getting frustrated because I disagree, I'm like, okay, well, why does he feel like that? Yeah. And, you know, getting to the bottom of it, which, you know, half the time is, you know, related to something that happened. Yeah. And it's, it's important for the other person in the relationship to realize and not forget that what their partner has gone through, you know, including all of the trauma, um, has made your partner who they are today. Yeah. The person that you, you know, fell in love with. Yeah. Like you love this person for a reason and what they have gone through in life has made up this individual that you love and cherish and respect. So you just have to learn to, you know, take in and accept every part of people that we love. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's a great question. Great question. Thank you for that. Let's move on to question three. I think you would be good speaking on this. I don't even know the question, but that's right. right. The question is navigating burnout. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we can talk for hours about that one. Um, Man, burnout is um, interesting because I feel like you don't necessarily even realize that you're burnt out until you are like, scorched and like completely burnt yeah it creeps up on you or it doesn't creep up on you it just smacks you over the head yeah yeah i guess my relationship with burnout was you know you know being in in the hospital during covid and just getting burnt from you know the night shifts the covid the going in at 2 a.m for you know a couple hours and not setting a boundary there um and just being thrown into conditions that were hard you know, and not easy for anyone, let alone, you know, a new grad that had been only working for a couple months prior to that. But I think once you recognize it, it's important you do something about it because I think I maybe would have struggled a little less if I really took the time to kind of look at myself or acknowledge that I was burnt out because I don't think I wanted to acknowledge I was burnt out because I thought that showed weakness. Being like, how am I burnt out? You know, I've been working here for a year. There's nurses here that I've been working for 20 some years. Like what, like I shouldn't be burnt out right now. That's like pathetic. But, you know, in reality, it wasn't. What I went through was hard. Um, And knowing that now, I feel like I can better put boundaries around, around things. Yeah. The boundaries are just so important because you, you, you're not going to be as good and efficient 
at what you do, as yeah. what you specialize in, as you know, at what you were put here to do. Um, if you can't give it your all, so yeah. it's so much better to take a step back, take a break, say I need a moment, say I need a day, and you know, then attack it. Especially if it's something you're passionate about. Yeah. Because I think that's why I refuse to like accept the burnout because I was like, I love nursing. Um, and I think that, I think that if I would have noticed it, I maybe like, obviously I still have a passion for it, but I think that kind of killed the passion because I was, you know, so over it and just truly burnt out. Um, but burnout is, is a whole you know, it's a whole thing and it looks different for a lot of people. Uh, but that's a really great idea for an episode to talk to someone about. Yeah, it's a big topic for sure. Yeah. Advice for moving on after a breakup. Oh. Whew. It's never fun. Mm-mm. It's never fun. But it is always, you know, magnified and so much worse in that moment when, when you're in the thick of it. And yeah. you like, you can't think anything else you can't feel anything else like it just feels like the world is crumbling and you don't know how you're going to get out of it but i just i promise you that you will like i promise you that each and every day will get better you may have some setbacks but yeah just in the long term like if it wasn't meant to be it, it wasn't meant to be you can't force something to to happen you can fight for something, but you can't force it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's difficult. It's yeah. I I would say take the time you need. Yeah. Surround yourself with friends, family, loved ones. If you need alone time too, that's fine. But you know, don't lock yourself up. Yeah. If, not too alone push your push yourself to get out a little bit push yourself to at least have some friends around but take the time you need and then be open yeah i think like what i would do in my head and when i tell my you know friends that are dating right now is from each relationship you know you gained like a positive that you gained a positive and a negative but you've learned what you want in your future partner, what you don't want in your future partner. Um, and that's really important because, you know, if I hadn't been you know, through breakups prior to dating Taylor, I probably wouldn't be as grateful for him and the human that he is as I am because I've taken bits and pieces from my past relationships and ended up here. I'm very thankful for that. It's so true. And it goes both ways. Yeah. It's you, you learn, you know, from your past relationships, what you are and aren't looking for. And you also learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. Um, in you, you know, I am, I am a, a better man today for you. Yeah. Because I've made mistakes before. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I know that I haven't been a perfect boyfriend before. I've certainly made mistakes and I, you know, hopefully learned from those. Yeah. Um, and I am a better husband to you because of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it goes, it goes both ways. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what. And I feel like you just never know what's waiting for you when, you know, I, this is, a, you know, one of my favorite stories to tell, but the relationship I was in prior to meeting Taylor, 
we had broken up and I was, you know, very upset because I thought, you know, I love this person's family. And I was like, God, like what? I got to start over now. Like what? Like what's going on? Like this is annoying that, you know, I just spent two years you know, dating someone and now I got to freaking start over. Yeah. And then, you know, shortly after I met Taylor. Um, and I know it doesn't always work out like that, but. Yeah, for me, for me, it didn't. Like, mine was the opposite. Yeah. Like, my last relationship, it was, you know, a couple of years before I met you. Yeah. So, you just, you just never know what's the world has in store for you. Yeah. But keep going. Yeah. You got this. And uh, the right person is out there for you. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. All right, let's do one more here. Yeah. How to ask your parent or parents for help when you're struggling and they don't know it? It's a great question. How to ask a parent or parents for help when you're struggling but they don't know it? Um, oof, that's hard. Um, you know, I think we can be as children, we want to, you know, impress our parents. We want to make them happy. We want to, you know, not bring them bad things. And I think opening up to your parents, if they don't know that, you know, you are struggling can be very scary because it can almost feel like you're disappointing them in a way. Yeah. Um, but I want you to know that is the furthest thing from it. Um, if anything, I feel, you know, obviously I'm not a parent, um, but I think that shows, you know, a lot of strength and for you to go to your parents with that, I think they're just going to feel honored. I don't know if that's the, the correct well, word. They, they should. Yeah. They should. If you, if you feel close enough and you trust them enough to, you know, open up to them and be honest with them about that. Yeah. I would imagine that most parents out there would want to know if their child was struggling. I, I, I would hope that. Yeah. I know that from, you know, the, the child's, the, you know, the son, the daughter's point of view, like, it's scary. And you do in your own head just build up all of these, you know, you, you probably play it through in your mind how it's going to go a thousand times. And you're probably thinking of worst case scenario every time, to be honest with you. But you just, 
have to remember that they are your parent. They want what's best for you. Yeah. They care about you. Um, and there's, yeah, there's nothing more loving that you can do than being honest with your parent. And I think, too, if you're not ready to explain to your parents what you need help with specifically um, or the depths of what you're struggling with, I think it, it can be as simple as, hey, mom, hey, dad, um, I'm really struggling with my mental health right now. I think I need help. It could be that simple. You don't need to go into detail with them if you don't feel comfortable doing that. But if you feel like you need to talk to them to go see someone or you feel like you are unsafe to yourself, um, I think just saying that to them, a simple sentence, not giving them details or anything, um, I think that would, you know, that would be very helpful. And if they ask for details, just say, you know, like, I'm not ready to talk about that right now. Yep. I think that's really important too. You don't need to share the details if if it's something you're like ashamed about or you don't want to tell them. Don't. Have, have them help you get the help to talk to someone that you feel safe enough to talk about or, that with. Or just if you're not ready to, you know, dive deep into it, but you just, you know, feel like you need them to know. Yeah. You can set that boundary and, you know, they need to respect that boundary. By you just, you know, having that conversation and saying to them, you know, mom, dad, like, I just, I want you to know that I've been struggling, you know, recently. I'm not in a place right now where I'm ready to talk about it in depth quite yet. Um, I don't know when that will be. That could be tomorrow. It could be next week. It could be a year from now. Um, But I'm not ready right now. But I just want you to be aware that, you know, I've been going through a rough patch. Yeah. And um, I'm just, I'm telling you that because I love you and I trust you. So, and thank you for being there. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, good question. These are great guys. I know. Well, now, we, now we just need a name. <laughs> yeah. Just need the name. But yeah, that was great. Thank you for submitting those. and. We'll keep this little segment going as long as we come up with a cute little name. Should we segue into our next and final segment of the day? Are we headed into tea time with Tay? All right. Sorry, I forgot you did the intros. Lemon drops. It's tea time with Tay. I don't even need to be here. Oh, shush. Okay. We love tea time with Tay. These are... Also submitted questions from you guys. Very thankful. Um, I I haven't even looked through them, and Tay hasn't seen them, so I'm just gonna just gonna plow through them, and um, we'll see what there is. It mm-hmm. should be fun. Okay, great. Okay, here we go. Without looking, would you guys ever consider doing a live Q and A? Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Is this, I think that's been something that we've talked about, right? Um, publicly or between us? Not publicly. Correct. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's on the docket. Yeah. I definitely think that's a, a possibility. Yeah. I think that would be great. I told you guys we're working on some stuff, so. Yeah. So, hmm. Hold on that one. But yep, very good idea. <laughs> Do you have a favorite slash least favorite thing about sharing a name. I mean, can my favorite thing be that we do share a name? 
No. I would say my favorite is just like, you know, when you meet somebody new and, you know, you get to tell them for the first time. You're like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Taylor. And they're like, oh, nice to meet you, Taylor. And then she's like, nice to meet you. I'm Taylor. And you just know, like, the reaction's coming. You're just waiting for it. I know. Or if you're, like, at the airport and, you know. TSA. Checking in or something. They're like, wait, no, sorry. I already checked Taylor in. We're like, yeah. We both are. No, but you both have the same last name. Yep. Yep. That too. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> so some, the reactions are fun. Yeah. My favorite are like when it's people that, I mean, obviously people know who you you are and they know your name. And when like they they process your name and then I say my name and they like shake my hand and then like three seconds later, they're like, wait, like, cause I don't think. They hear it, Taylor, like, oh, yeah, that's Taylor. But then it's like, wait, I just shook her hand and her name's Taylor. Yeah. Like, that three-second pause is one. Yeah. Seeing the people. the computing going yeah. on in people's brains. Oh, you guys are asking. Some comments were funny. Who's... Who's Taylor's name is first? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Who is first? I I would say Girl Taze is first. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I was going to say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just made the cover art, so yeah. clearly you're first. Yeah. It's baby steps, baby steps. Whatever. Um, oh, least favorite. Uh, male is is tough. Yeah, because some people now, now that we have the same name, um, do send some stuff to Girl Tay with like Taylor Lautner on it. Yeah. So that's... That's been a little tricky. But. I don't know what my least favorite is. I don't really think I, I mean, yeah, the male, I don't. Yeah, we haven't had to deal with like a catastrophic thing with that where like a Christmas present is ruined. So it hasn't been. We haven't had a Christmas yet. Yeah. So it hasn't been like TBD. annoying yet, but we'll see. We'll um let you know. All right. When did Girl Tay find out the game night was a setup? Oh. Great question. It took way too long, let me tell you. For those of you that don't know, my sister introduced the two of us. They were new friends. My sister calls me up and says, met this amazing girl. Her name's Taylor. You need to throw a game night and invite me and some of my girlfriends over and Tay will just be one of them and you guys can organically meet and see. So I did that. Um and that is where we first met was a game night at my house. And I had no clue of the of that. Yeah. Per the question. But you thought it was strange at first when McKenna did ask you. Yeah, because I had only met her, you know, twice before and she is, you know, protective of you. So I was like, huh, she doesn't like really know me that well. I guess she must think, you know, think I'm normal and then put pieces together there. Uh, no, and I did not. It crossed your mind? It never crossed my mind. Okay. So then when did, when was the moment you realized that it was a setup? I guess that you probably had to have told me about it because I don't think in my, because I didn't know about it and because it did happen so organically and it did take a few hangouts for it to happen because I was oblivious. I don't, I, I, it must have been once we were already dating, you told me because I still didn't know yeah. until we were together that it was a setup. Okay. Well, I'm not going to let you down here. I'm not, uh, I'm not letting her get away with that. Then if that's the answer, 
then what was the moment you realized that it was more than just (laughs) sister's friend? (laughs) Then what was that moment? When we kissed. Okay, it took that long, (laughs) huh? Wow. I just did not, I did not. There was a lot of talk and a lot of texting and flirting and no, she did not. She thought I was just very You were the first guy that I, that I dated though or had an interaction with, I feel like that. But you weren't physical off the top. And that is how I feel like I have been approached in the past by guys. Like you were just like very kind and like just wanted to talk and get to know me. And I didn't have that. I also was just so not like looking to date, let alone, you know, the famous person that was my friend's brother that I just met that I didn't want. Yeah. Her thinking I was using her to get to her brother. Yeah. Um. So I think that, I think that was just, you were just so nice. I was just looking to get you to surprise you with Mumford and Sons tickets. Oh my gosh. And then you got nervous and didn't go, but I still went <laughs> with my friend. Yeah. Yeah. When we started getting to know each other, she like was a diehard Mumford and Sons fan. She still was. Okay. And she like made me listen to their music. Like I knew the hits, but she would like send me like all their like random songs. Then I started like listening to them just because she loved them. Um, and I like looked, I was like, you know, what if, I wonder if Mumford and Sons is in town anytime soon. And they were, um, and I, yeah, set, set it all up. And I was going to surprise her with a little um, Mumford and Sons date. But then, um, yeah, I, I, I got nervous. Do you think you got nervous because it was going to be like a public thing with me? I never thought about that till now. I mean, we did yeah. go, we did hang out publicly like a week later. Yeah, or did we know. go on our first date? I don't. What was that in comparison? We had already been on a date. Yeah, maybe. What? Had we? No. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think know. we had been like out on a date once, but not like, it wasn't like we were publicly out, but it was out. Yeah. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I chickened out. I pretended I was sick. Um, and I still told her that I got her the tickets and she took a friend. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't missing out on that one. Yeah. But then I went and hung out with you after. You were you were like, go. You weren't like. Oh, no. Like, that was the whole point. Yeah. And you, wanted, uh-huh. you would die to see Mumford and Sons. I love when we talk about that stuff. It's yeah. so crazy to think about. Yeah. All right, moving on. All right, Girl Tay. What is it like watching Boy Tay in his previous movies? I, you're going to pull that freaking question. Um, You know, I don't really resonate. Like when I watch Twilight back, it's not Taylor in my mind. They didn't say Twilight though. I said Twilight. Okay, well, they want to know previous movies. You know, I've done more things than Twilight. You have, and um, run you're, the. T- you're a you're a fan in. I would run love the tide. Some of my previous work that is not named Twilight. Grown ups, run the tide. Yeah. Do you have the dozen? Cuckoo two. Cuckoo. Well, Cuckoo's not a movie, but oh yeah, Cuckoo great. Cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Well, see the last season of Cuckoo. Cuckoo is you. Did say movie. Yeah. Um, Cuckoo is you though, because we were dating when you were filming the last season. The last one. But but the other two were like close enough. Twilight, not you, because I definitely, I watched that not knowing you. So I think that in my mind, it's not, 
It's not related to what you. about Ridiculous Six, Gall Diamond? Oh my gosh, that's so good. Gold so Diamond. many of my friends, after we started dating, like I think five people reached out to me just randomly. They would watch the movie on Netflix and they'd be like, I didn't realize that was Taylor in I, that so movie. So many people didn't. I, I mean, I wore a wig. Like you did not look like yourself. You did like not talk like yourself. A chipped middle tooth and obviously the horrendous accent. You crushed that. But yeah. Um, but Run the Tide, I'm a stand for that one too. Yeah. That one That one got me in the heart. Me and Mar watched that. Um, cozied up in bed together when you were gone filming in the dark and we cried. Check it out. Run the Tide. She covered my eyes when you had the kiss scene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> remember that video I took of her? Yeah. She was like, nope, you can't look yet. You, you can't, can't look, look yet. yet. And she was like, oh, definitely can't look yet. <laughs> uh, I can watch now. Maybe. So funny. Um, okay. Last question here. Let me choose something good. <sighs> okay. Did you have anxiety starting the squeeze? If so, how did you deal with it? Um, I think yes and still do. Um, hmm. obviously it's less now because, you know, we've gotten in a good routine and we've been doing this for a bit now. But when we started it, I had no clue what a podcast even was, truthfully. Um, I just felt it really strong on my heart that that was something that, um, I ended up being, we needed to do. Um, so I think I was anxious with just like not knowing one what to do as far as like equipment and how to interview someone. I never interviewed someone before doing this, um, how to do that, but also, you know, anxious if people were going to like it or not. Like yeah, wanting, not even like it, but we're going to be impacted by it because, you know, the whole reason I wanted to do this was to help people and, you know, reach people. And I was like, hopefully that, hopefully it'll help them. Yeah. But I think now it's, now it's more like anxious or like excited, anxious, right? What do you think? Oh, I'm in, I'm a million times better now. But yeah, when we were starting it, I I was so anxious about it, so nervous about it that I protected myself by telling Tay that I didn't want to commit to doing it, mm-hmm. and I would be her part time co host. You know, when I felt good enough. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I was terribly. I, I I'm a. I've always been a very private person. So the idea of going, you know, online um, and talking about my feelings and what I struggle with and, you know, just all the little bits of our personal lives like that, that was a crazy, a crazy thought to me. Yeah. And then the pressure that I put on myself going, oh, and then. I'm going to have to be interviewing people, talking to them about what they're struggling with. Like, holy crap, I'm not a therapist. Yeah. So then I got to give like advice too, but I don't know. Something I've always been good at is being a listener. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy that aspect. You're a listener and you're a very good advice giver. Thank you. I always say you do not open your mouth enough. Thank you. Hon. But after we started... We, you know, just very quickly felt comfortable and just seeing the response of all of our listeners and watchers, um, watchers, viewers, viewers. <laughs> <I wasn't gonna laughs> all of it. our watchers. I wasn't going to question it. Just kind of made me instantly feel so much more comfortable. And I think we've like, it's, it is now like a fun thing for us to do because we feel, you know, we feel comfortable enough in it, like talking, interviewing someone because it, 
we are having a conversation, but at the end of the day, we are interviewing them to an extent. Yeah. The conversation does become more organic, but I think we've gotten comfortable in, you know, trusting ourselves and our ability to do it. So it's definitely become a lot easier to, you know, have someone up here and ask them hard questions. Yeah. Emotional questions. Yeah, but we are we are loving what we're doing. So um, much. We have some exciting guests coming. You in guys the next just aren't, aren't prepared. Like you thought, you thought last week was good. Last week was great. I love Charlie. Yeah, but we have some fun, some fun and amazing guests. Yeah, lined up for the next few weeks to come. It's a great lineup. So yeah, mark your calendars. Just make sure you subscribe. You hit that follow button. Um, you can email us at lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com uh, for any advice, tea time with Tay, guest suggestions, comments, concerns, love, what you thought of the episode. Anything. You can All com- of it. Comment. You can email it. You can follow us on our Instagrams. You can follow The Squeeze on Instagram at The Squeeze and on TikTok at The Squeeze Podcast. Um, a lot of follows. Lots of, we, we put out some great content. Also, always check out Lemons by Tay. We just updated yeah. our resource page, which we will leave linked down below. I'm so excited about it. We have some amazing stuff coming up with Lemons. So yeah, go check that out. But we love you guys. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day and be on the lookout for next week's episode. See you next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.